Hello, what's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank, and joining me as always is Tyler. How are you, Tyler? I am okay. How are you, besides tired from working? You know, when you work, you know, it, it's funny how, you know, a workplace, well, at least at my workplace, they can't force you to work longer than a 12-hour shift. But it is totally possible for them to have you work 16 hours within a 24-hour period. Yeah, that doesn't make <laughs> a lot of sense. That, it's it's, al- it, it's sense. almost worse that I have to go home and sleep and then come back and do a full shift with... Bear- I'd rather just... I don't know. Part of me is like, uh, could you just get away with maybe having me work a 10-hour shift or something? Or... Uh, having me work a twelve rather than having me work two eights within yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's hmm. do they after you work two eight hour shifts I mean do they give you like the next day off or something like normally uh what would happen is that I'd have a day off I'd norm I'd lose one day of my weekend and uh, I'd have Sunday off but you know the thing is about that is that I have to cover for another guy who's on vacation next week and do half of his shift, splitting the splitting his shift with the first shift guy. Oh. Uh, so I'll be in Sunday night, eleven to three, and then I'll, Jesus, yeah, and then working twelves for that week. So yeah, there's uh, no end end in sight for me. I am just going to work myself to the bone and die because uh, <laughs> the society we work in is broken. Yeah, I mean, don't we all? Uh, yeah yeah i had a really just frustrating week too this past week was just awful i hate when people are uh the you know people you work with don't communicate properly mm-hmm. it's very frustrating and yeah and then they just uh kind of blindside you with a lot of stuff and then expect it things from you immediately and I don't like that shit. That shit gets me very, very angry. So it was pretty much like that all week. So it was a really frustrating week mm-hmm. for me, but whatever. Yeah. Didn't have to, like, work too much, like, overtime or anything like that. But while I was working, it was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck's going on? This is awful. Yeah, my week wasn't wasn't great. Um, we, have, we have some big wigs in the building mm. this week. Uh, so what what happened was uh, they gave first shift all the easy jobs to do, and I got stuck with the dog shit. <laughs> so Uh-oh. yeah, no, that was that was all week for me. Um, I'm not gonna go too into it because that is not that's not that's not what this is about. This is about video games, of which I'm getting less and less time to play. <laughs> but have you played anything? Uh, I mean. I think we both played the big thing, at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, I have played a lot of video games, a, in a number of them, but only a significant amount of one game, which I think we'll, we'll talk about here in probably a lot of detail. Um, so, let's, let me try to remember here. Um... Starting off with two games that I picked up 
from the Days of Play sale. Oh. So I picked up Medieval and Modern Warfare 2 Remastered. They were really cheap during the sale. And so I started playing Medieval. I never played this game on PlayStation 1. Um, I don't know. Did you ever play this game back nope. in the day? Yeah, me either. Um, so this is my first time experiencing this game. And I'll say it's not it's not bad. I think I played the first four levels. And, you know, it started growing on me as I started to play it more. At, at first, I was just really turned off by a number of things. The controls are a little weird. The feeling's weird of moving uh, Sir Daniel Fortescue around. Um, and then the combat's a little strange, too. Um, but once you kind of get used to it, I'm not saying it's good at all, but it, it you just kind of get used to it. So the combat's a little little strange, but also you, as you play these levels, you start finding new weapons that are around that you can bring into your inventory and different shields, or I just got a pretty cool uh, crossbow, which really helps a lot, and uh, exploring the levels, you know, it is a lot of fun, and it's got that just kind of old-school PlayStation 1, uh, you know, just kind of the way maybe like a Spyro or a Crash Bandicoot feels of just exploring these different levels, but it's a 3D... This is not really a platformer. I mean, there there are some platforming elements, um, but it's it's a little bit more action than a Spyro or Crash Bandicoot. So it's not a bad game, but you can tell it's definitely a PlayStation 1 game in terms of its just like core design. But I think that, um, I think they've done a good job at least updating. The game looks really good too. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not bad. I I mean, I'll probably continue with it, which, um, I'll get some of that then too. But then I also played just a couple levels of Modern Warfare 2 Remastered, which I, have not played this campaign in a long time. Um, so it's kind of been good to go back to it. And I, you know, some of the, the, the levels, uh, what's the second or third one called cliffhanger where you're just with price going through the snow, you're climbing the mountains then sneaking through, through the base. And there's like a snowstorm coming through and you have to use the heartbeat sensor on your, uh, assault rifle to to kind of figure out where the enemies are mm, um yeah. that, that uh, you know playing that level i'm like yo this is this is a lot of fun and then it ends up you on the um snowmobiles just flying down the mountain and all this stuff it's it's a cool campaign still and i'm excited to just play it again you know because it's it's not super long but they did a good job of updating the visuals too the game looks looks really good um I think the I did the level. I think where I stopped is right after No Russian, mm, okay. um, which No Russian is the very famous level from this game's campaign of uh, of a lot of controversy with this one. Of you know you're playing the bad guy, you're playing the Russians, and you're just mowing dudes down going through this airport um, and dudes as as in civilians <laughs> okay I'm, I'm gonna clarify there you are working you are undercover within yes. the bad guys within not... within them yes yeah. yes because um, here's the thing you can do, totally do is not shoot anyone 
Yes, that is true. That is true. You don't have to shoot anyone. Um, and you can choose to skip this level too. Um, but I played through it and in a more modern context and especially just me being way older now, uh, felt really weird playing this level and it was giving me like weird feelings in my stomach. I'm like, man, I just, I, a lot of balls to do something like this and, and still, uh, infinity war designing this, this campaign, this moment. Um, but it just, it feels really weird. And I think that's kind of the intent, but especially in more of a modern context, I was like, I don't know about this. Uh, I don't know. Now, I don't know if I ever want to experience this, this portion of this campaign ever again after this. Um, it's just weird. But yeah, I'll, I'll keep playing the Modern Warfare 2 remaster. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, I think if you can get it on sale, definitely pick it up on sale if you've never played it before. Um, let's see. Some other things. Played more Vanquish. Um, mm. Played, I think I am, I feel like I'm towards the end of Act 3, which I think there's five or six acts in this game. Um, game is fun to play. I just, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this story, nor do I really care. But it's it's fun to just kind of literally slide around, have these big laser cannons, and just shoot the hell out of all these fucking robots that are jumping around. And I I feel like you're straight up playing on the Citadel from Mass Effect in this game in, in a weird way. Like the the world is like this circular thing in space, um, and, and there's some cool moments so far that. Some cool boss fights that have happened in the campaign, but it's it's got some kind of frustrating things to it as well. Um, like there was a section where you had to it, it's this is pretty much the slowest section of the game so far because the game just tries to kind of keep keep you moving, keep you shooting the bad guys, and and just a lot of action. And there's a moment where it felt like the the Call of Duty, like I need to to spice this up so you're on a monorail and you have to take out the spotlights that are next to these like uh rocket cannon sort of things mounted in this city and if the spotlight sees you they're gonna blow up the uh, monorail whatever um and it was just really frustrating because i felt like there was not enough ammo on this thing and so by the end of it, I literally used my last bullet. And I'm like, man, it, it was... And it took me a couple tries to get it to. It was just a weird, weird thing. But yeah, that game's okay. Speaking of okay as well, I played more Minecraft Dungeons. Um, I think I'm on the fifth mission in that game. So, I'm so not, you're near the end. <laughs> I think. I, 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 I can't remember... What I'm on, or what my last mission was. Maybe the pumpkin patches okay. mission. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, that game's fine. I, there's not too much to it. I, even as I'm getting better gear and armor, I'm still not feeling like anything different with the game. 
personally. Yeah, like, it's yeah. still just, it is what it is. Like, I'm just taking out fucking whatever they're called. Illagers. Cre- creepers? Illagers? Yeah. Uh, I'm just taking them out, and it is what it is. And uh, I don't know. The game doesn't do a lot for me, but it's not bad to just put on a podcast and play. Um... Hey, you know what? Well, you know what's better than Minecraft Dungeons? Minecraft. Pro- probably. And you could probably put on a podcast while playing Minecraft, and yeah, know. probably. I, they really missed a, an opportunity to have a creative aspect to this game, mm-hmm. and that's just like the biggest glaring thing about this game is like, why can't you create your own levels and build your own worlds or something like that would be so cool or you know at least build your own base like you have your home base and everything like fucking deck that shit out right yeah i mean you would imagine if they made a sequel to this game that that's going to be the big thing about it and it should be and i would be down for a sequel they're putting the building back in minecraft yeah 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 it would be weird but yeah i don't know it is what it is um, so I think that's about it in terms of like some other stuff. I mean, you and I played some Divinity. Yeah, after we did podcast last week, and we that was we a went lot of to fun. we ex- decided to explore the map a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think we got into some really cool stuff. I mean, the whole storyline with Sabeel and the elves that we got into, I thought that was just so well written. Mm-hmm. And and just very very well done, and I loved that whole whole storyline, especially when we went into that one fort to take out um, the the roost anline guy. Yeah, that was kind of interesting because we kind of split up a little bit, and and I don't know, just kind of it was an interesting place to to fight some dudes. They also had some really funny names. I saved your yeah, ass. You did. You really did. Because I was coming over to you, and I was trying to go... There was, like, that ramp there, and I tried to go to the ramp, then all of a sudden all those dudes just jumped me. It was really bad. But you definitely saved my ass, especially with that uh, cryo ability that you have now. Yeah, cryostasis or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, it was... Yeah, that was that. that's a pretty cool move. It makes you useless for a couple turns, but it can save your ass. Yeah, yeah, and it definitely did. Um, so that was a lot of fun. That game's just, it's very, very good. <laughs> mm. yeah. I feel like we're getting to the point where, I don't know, I feel like we gotta go to this Blood Moon Island. Oh, yeah, that's... That, but... That whole God. thing sounds really cool. Like, this whole this island surrounded by this death fog shit that... Oh, my God. Yeah. There, there's yeah. a lot to do there. There we have uh we have a lot of objectives. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel I don't know, I still feel like there's some areas we can explore on this map, but I also feel like we not that we've done everything because I feel like it's impossible to do everything in this game, but we've seen a lot of what we can see so far. Mhm. And we kind of got to start maybe pushing the story forward and that's getting to Blood Moon Island and also figure out what to do since we pissed off that um hanag yeah person <laughs> well we so. did it, it isn't so much that we pissed them off as that we kind of failed to save their friend <laughs> yeah basically basically so i figure out what to do with her but yeah that game's great i, I love playing it 
So, what have you played outside of The Last of Us Part Two? Maybe we just cover that stuff and then talk about The Last of Us. Uh, well, you know, you already mentioned Divinity. Uh, I actually didn't mention it last week, so I guess I'll talk about it a little bit here. Uh, I've been playing Destiny Two Shadowkeep. Oh, cool. Uh, I am almost all the way through it. It's really cool. I like where the story's going. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, I've, I've been hearing things about the current story and things. Uh, Tyler, this is a theory. I mean, it's it's a joke thing that's been out there since the first Destiny. The Traveler might be an egg. <laughs> that would be cool. Why not? It might just be an egg. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Yeah, I think that would, that would be, be funny. Yeah. Um, Where are you at in this story? Like, what's the last thing you did? Oh, shit. Uh, I think I, I actually talked to you about that last time we were talking. Um, I uh, I got my whole Dream Bane armor thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're you're pretty close to the end. Yeah. I actually might have finished it and just don't know it. <laughs> Because it probably leads right into some of the story stuff uh, for the current season, the season of Arrivals. There's a... The end is a cutscene of with Eris Morn. Hmm. That's all I'll say. So if you haven't got a cutscene with Eris Morn, you probably haven't finished it quite yet. Okay, alright. I'll, I'll keep on that. Um... I've also been playing some Apex Legends. I also didn't talk about last week. It's also not on PlayStation. I've been playing Valorant. Ooh. The new Riot Games first-person shooter. Uh, I've been playing that with a few folks over in the Waypoint Community Discord. And uh, we've been fi- we've, we've been bringing full teams in and wrecking shop. I nice. am currently 5-1 and one in Valorant. Oh, nice. I only played six games because these games can be like half an hour to 45 minutes long. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, I I got my first uh, my first MVP the other day. Uh, did, did Yeah, I, I'm really liking it. Uh, I'm not really into a lot of these uh, CSGO-like shooters. But, you know, having a crew to go in with that aren't going to uh, yell at me for making silly beginner's mistakes. It's, I mean, that's 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 helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I'm really enjoy. I'm really enjoying it. Uh, I got my first uh, character unlock, and I'm trying to des- trying to decide who I want to unlock. Uh, but I'm really liking Sova, who is the closest thing you get to Hanzo in that game. Oh, nice. Which is basically just his alt is a uh, an arrow you sh- can shoot through the map, and uh, oh wow, yeah. I-, I guess Riot's bringing that. I think there was a story about it. A couple yeah, weeks they're ago looking they're... into bringing it to consoles. Uh, mm-hmm. Base, yeah, they're 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 looking into it, trying to see if they can preserve that kind of experience on a console, uh, which I can imagine might be difficult, considering that Valve never brought CS:GO to consoles, which is what is what this game is most analogous to yeah um, so yeah I'm, I'm I'm curious to see if they decide to do that or not yeah and I'm curious if it'll 
only be on the new consoles when they launch, maybe because the game would just run better at a higher frame rate and all that stuff. A little or bit more similar the, to PC, maybe? Yeah, or by the time they actually get it done, like it wouldn't make sense to bring it to the, this current generation of consoles. Right. Uh, but yeah, been having a lot of fun with that. Uh, how much of The Last of Us 2 have you played? Because I've only played about 90 minutes. I've played nine hours. Holy <laughs> shit, how? How? That released Friday. Well, I took off work on Friday, so that would do it. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I played nine hours of this game one day, and I'm, I'm alright with it. <laughs> Yeah, I played about 90 minutes uh, Thursday night-ish into Friday morning. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm still on the patrol with uh, with Dina. Okay. Uh, just clearing out that one supermarket. You know what I'm talking about. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, you... God damn, Tyler. <laughs> I did not expect you to play nine hours of this video game. Uh, I guess I'll just let you talk more about it too, because like, man, I'm I'm as much like I I played that ninety minutes, hour and a half. I'm I'm curious to see like basically my thoughts so far is okay. It's one of these. It's, it's so far as the feeling is oh they're they're doing their thing. Uh, what 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 have you encountered? Yeah, so. Through the nine hours that I've played, I can definitely see what you're saying of they're doing, you know, it's Naughty Dog doing Naughty Dog. And that's certainly the case. And it's definitely the last of us in in regards to, like, the first one. So if you didn't like the first one, I really don't think you're going to like this one. Um, Now, and I'll I'll get into it bunch of things like i feel i think the combat's a lot better in this game and you know and a couple other things i'll get to i i do very much enjoy this game so far and uh yes playing nine hours of this game is a lot to handle kind of all in one day especially with the subject matter of of this world and where the story goes and how dark this game can truly get. Um, but I'm very much enjoying the experience so far. So, um, go ahead. I have a question since you've played more of this game than me. I, I've i been seeing this impression among a lot of people who have reviewed this game and got the game early that the marketing for this video game kind of betrays a lot of the content of it and, and, so, and some of the tone. Um, the you have anything to say about that? Not because if you, if you re- like, if you remember, a lot of the uh, a lot of the marketing is, is like super violent, super angry, like mm-hmm. just and like some of the PR coming out of Neil Druckmann is that it's a game about hate. Yeah. Um, it, do you feel like some of that might have been a bit misleading about what this game actually is? Because at least, I mean, you know what I've played like. It doesn't seem that way yet. I can imagine it gets there, but... Yeah. Um, I don't... Uh, I don't think that their marketing has been misleading to me so far. 
um, because this is a game about hate. But I will say that the and at least so far, and I'll say this: being nine hours, I feel like I have just scratched the surface of this game. You know, there's reports that this game is like 25 hours long, mm-hmm. um, which I can certainly see um, that being the case. So I, there's still, even though I played a lot of it so far, there's still so much for me to say. So what I'm saying could, could change, but um, I will say there's been a couple of things in the marketing, and especially in trailers, where, um, where they showed certain moments, and I thought it was going to be one thing, but it's they changed it, and I'm not saying they changed their design based on it, but they they changed my thought. And what it ended up being, um, this is definitely a game about hate, and and you'll you'll get there for sure. Um, and so, The Last of Us, the first one, was a very violent game, very violent. Mm-hmm. And to me, this game is also very violent. But what they've done is. There's some things that I think just kind of twisted a little bit to make you just feel a little slimy sometimes, or or moments that make you just go like fuck. Um, you know, adding in dogs that yeah. changes a lot, and that that. Really, really, and I just got to the part where those are introduced into combat a lot, and that changes the combat so much. It changes the stealth so much. It changes how you feel about everything so much. Um, But still, you know, you were killing people in the first game, like actual people, and you felt weird about it, especially just because of how violent the game is. Like, there's, you know, there's the one animation that Joel has where he'll, like, tackle a dude, pin him to the ground, put a shotgun in his face, and blow his head off. Like, very violent stuff. And there's nothing in this game... There's, there's a lot of violence in this game like that. Um, but it's just some of those added things that I'm like, fuck, you know, I can see why someone might be turned off a little bit more by this game than the first one. Um, but like I said, with introducing like dogs, which that was, I mean, that was in some of the promotional and that state of play and stuff that changes so much because the dogs can, uh, uh, they have the scent trail so they can follow you around constantly. So you constantly need to be on the move. And that's just a wild thing, especially when you get there, it just makes the game so much harder. And not that this game's like impossibly hard, but also I'm just really loving the combat spaces so far. They just feel so much more well thought out than in the first game. Uh, in terms of like just movement, slipping through cracks, uh, being able to go prone, using grass to your advantage, all this stuff really takes the intensity that the first game had with its combat and its stealth to a whole nother level and and there's i just got through a section last night that was so fucking hard uh at least to me uh just because 
you know, the listen mode seems a little different in this game in that I feel like it's I'm not picking everybody up immediately. So I'm just kind of like wandering around, looking around, making sure no one's there. And then, bam, something's there that I didn't see. And it didn't get picked up on my, you know, using that listen uh, ability. Um, so the combat just feels so much more intense. And then also with the infected, um, there's a new type of infected that is completely horrifying. And then I feel like the clickers are ten times scarier in this game than in the first one. And I just also feel like their audio design is just way better in this game, too. And it just makes the the more horror experiences from the first game that are here in the second game so much scarier in the second game to me. Um, and then something else that they've kind of changed that is kind of a Naughty Dog staple that they've sort of changed a little bit that I personally like. So one one thing I'll say is this game is so much bigger and so much more open than any Naughty Dog game ever. Some of these environments are huge to explore to the point where there's one of them they even give you a map. And, you know, that's a new thing for a Naughty Dog game. And... So there's just so much to see and do that, uh, I don't know, like, I love it and I hate it at the same time of, you know, part of me just wants to have that more streamlined experience and get to the story because I want to see what happens next. But then also, I'm really loving the environmental storytelling that you're able to see I'm really loving um, just the exploration, some of the notes that you can pick up and read. Really builds this world out so much more. And I just kudos to the Naughty Dog environment team. I mean the whole team, but they're, the environments in this game are so detailed and so just, they're insane how much effort they put in to making this world feel so much more immersive than any Naughty Dog game previously. I mean, Uncharted 4 was really great with detail, but it's just I think it's something about this game being post-apocalyptic and being set in more of a real setting than Uncharted 4 um, that the detail really, really stands out, and even just the little details in some of the animations. And I just feel like there's few developers out there that just go to this extreme um you know in the 40 hours of divinity 2 that we played larian seems like a studio that just goes to so much detail with what they're doing in the environments and the storytelling and that you know that's kind of this game um but then also one thing that they've kind of changed with being a naughty dog game is a lot of naughty dog games especially since uncharted the first one have kind of, I'm blanking on the exact term, but it's kind of like you need to uh, climb on this ledge and the ledge is maybe painted a different color. You need to get on that ladder and the ladder maybe stands out a little bit differently with lighting or whatever. I feel like they've kind of changed that in this game because there's been points where 
I didn't truly know where to go or truly know what I could interact with. And then once I did, I was like, whoa, okay, interesting. You know, that, that kind of opens us up a little bit more. And so Naughty Dog have always tried to craft immersive experiences. And I feel like that small little change, some of that stuff's still there, but that small little change just kind of takes it up to the next level. Because especially when you get into combat or something, uh, you know, a combat space, basically, just what you can do to maneuver through that environment and take out the dudes or just sneak by them. A lot of, a lot of encounters so far, you can just sneak by everybody if you can. It's hard, but you can do it. Um, it just really opens it up. Um, so that's, that's in terms of just combat and story and, or combat and environments and all that stuff. It's just, it's pretty stunning. Some of the, some of the spots and this, I will also say this. Uh, I was someone that, even though I was very, very much anticipating this game with the first game, I was like, I don't really need a sequel to that. There's a lot of people out there. That, that ending is perfect to that game. The way 2 is tied into 1 with some of these story aspects makes me go, okay, I, they have proved me wrong on that. And I really want to see how this keeps going because of some of the things that happened in the first game that they're giving more context to, or now you're seeing the aftermath of, um, and, and especially, you know, I'm not going to say anything about it, but you've seen it like that very first opening scene really was really fascinating to me because it was like a direct tie in to the first game to start this game off and and i was like oh wow like okay maybe maybe i do want to see how this keeps going now um because of that opening scene i thought it was such a smart smart opening scene that they have um there's some really crazy shit that happens that i i can't wait for you to to see and to get your thoughts on and to eventually talk about in more of a spoilery sense because um, there's some really crazy stuff, some pretty heavy stuff that happens too. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, this game is a dark game and I can totally understand someone not wanting that experience, right? especially right now. Um, but I'm just very curious where this is going because I'm, I just don't know. And... I mean, there's some things I can maybe guess at even now, nine hours in, but I still don't know. And, and I guess I'll say one more thing. So this game is very violent. You could argue Joel and Ellie, in, especially Joel, are not good people. They've done a lot of bad things. The enemies in this game are awful people. And I feel like... Naughty Dog set them up to be so much worse and in turn you're seeing a lot of crazy shit, a lot more violent stuff from these people but they make they want you as the player to really, really hate these guys and of course they do it by taking it a little bit further than they did in the first game with violence and all that and I'm just I'm not saying that's right so far or that that's a good choice i'm just i'm 
just saying that I'm curious at the end of the day when the credits are rolling if that sort of stuff was maybe worth it and because it definitely makes they definitely at least got me like I'm like fuck these guys with some of the things that happen but yeah it's it's a very interesting experience so far I'll I'll say that and I'm enjoying it so. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll, I'm gonna. As crazy as my schedule is, I'm gonna try to play more of The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe in two, maybe. Yeah, maybe two weeks, we'll have a spoiler cast. How's that? Yeah, I, I, I think that's probably possible. I mean, at least for me, this is what I'm playing until I. Till I finish it, I just want to see where this goes, and I want to. There's just so many things I want to want to see about. Not not even from just a story perspective, but you know, this game apparently being very long. You know, that's some that was a criticism that at least I had of Uncharted Four, one of the few that I had of that game just felt really long. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious how this game being even longer than that in a much more you know, worn down environment, um, how that pays off. And if it does, um, there's just, there's a lot. I mean, it's, it's a very big game for sure. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about, uh, the last of us part two once we've both played more of the game, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play more of it. I mean, well, I'm already a miserable person, so that the whole bit about it being like a dark, miserable time, like I, I'm pretty much numb to that shit right now. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. It doesn't bother me like it might other people. I just some of the things they've done so far, I'm like, wow, like that that went maybe an extra step, and I'm just mm. I'm very curious if they will go even further. Does it, <laughs> does it seem it. like they're trying to be edgy? To me, no, and and I'm only saying that because of what I was kind of just talking about. Like, they really want you to feel and to hate these fucking people. Mm, okay. In a in, in a way, with some of the things now, you know, will that? I'm curious if that gets more gray. If if Ellie needs to do something that's just really fucked up mm. like I'm, I'm just curious if that sort of stuff comes into it because so far so far there's been some things that I'm like oh interesting but nothing like I'm like oh man I don't know if you needed to do that sort of thing so I'm I, I, like it doesn't bother me too much um, which is maybe why I can play nine hours of it um, but yeah I'm just curious where they go Well, that's, uh, I, I guess that's the video games we've been playing. Uh, yeah. Man, man I, I kind of want to play video games now. <laughs> <laughs> video All games right. are cool. Yeah. Um, damn. I don't even know how to transition into this. Uh, cool <laughs> are my expectations for Cyberpunk 2077? My, yeah. Yeah, my, I have very chill cool 
I have level expectations for Cyberpunk 2077. Um, and now it has a new release date. Uh, it's been pushed to September... Well, it was pushed to September 17th. Now, it's even further out. November 19th is when you'll be able to get your hands on Cyberpunk. Uh, they released a statement. I'm going to uh, just... I'm going to pull this up here. Um, yeah. Mm, okay. They say it'll be uh, ready when it's done. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're delaying this game. It was supposed to launch in April. Yes. That, Imagine I, how, I, many, how much longer they're crunching to put this out. <laughs> yeah, man. It's got to be a lot. It's like got to be a lot. I mean, we've seen uh, reports that hey, these delays don't actually help the developers because they just have a longer extended period of crunch. This is this this has got to be brutal, especially like I don't know, like the workflow situation's got to be weird. Uh with with COVID-19, I know they're trying to uh trying to work from home and all that stuff, man. It's... I don't know. It's just... I... They say that... Yeah, I mean, I believe them when they say that it needs more time to get done, but man, it just... It it must really suck for people working on this game to be like, damn. Fucking another two months of this kind of schedule. Yeah, certainly. I mean... Two two months of a game that is probably going to be coming in hot, mm-hmm. you know. Still, even still, I mean, that's that's got to be got to be a lot. I mean, uh, hopefully, though, I mean it, 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 that it works out for them in that the game's just really, really great and lives up to everybody's expectations. Because if it doesn't. <laughs> And there's all that work put into it. That that's gotta, that's gotta suck. Um, I don't know. We'll 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 see. I, I'm I'm excited for this game still. Uh, that time frame is certainly interesting because of yeah new consoles. Uh huh. What do those versions look like? Exactly. So I mean, they they they've said that if you buy it on PlayStation or Xbox you can play it on a PS5 or Series X, but then they also said, I saw an article on IGN this past week, that an optimized version for the new consoles will not be ready until 2021. Mm. Um, so I'm just curious on on that and what that optimization might be. Um, but at this point, it's practically a next-gen launch title. Yeah. In uh... a way, which is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, my PlayStation sounds like I have a I still have my launch PlayStation. Yeah. And the sounds it makes when I'm playing games like Last of Us 2 or Apex Legends. <laughs> holy yeah. hell, I am Ooh. afraid. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they're these developers are really pushing these consoles to their limits now. Um I mean I'm on I'm running on a PS4 Pro and even then there's been there was a couple times playing the last of us, I was like, Wow. It's just getting up there. So I can't imagine what Cyberpunk's gonna be. I mean the thing will you, you launch 
PS4s will literally be blowing up, probably, mm. trying to run this game. Um, it's, yeah, I mean, it's to the point where, I mean, I, we'll see. I mean, there's so much time still. So many things could happen. But it's to the point where I don't know if I will play this game on a PlayStation 4 at this point. Yeah, I mean, yeah. With, that's, that, with that date. I don't know. I, it's totally, uh, totally a uh, valid stance. Like, if you can play it on newer hardware... Why not? Uh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you have the luxury to do so, um, yeah, it seems like it would be the better way to go with this game. Um, very curious to this coming week on the twenty fifth. We will see a lot more of this game with their whole Night City Wire presentation. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see more gameplay for sure. See where they've went in the past number of months since they've been working on this game but yeah just wild that if they would have launched it in april we would have been playing this game or have played it by now and it's just crazy to think that they needed an extra seven months to finish this game yeah and that's on top of you know a next gen optimized versions dlc that they're probably working on uh, that whole multiplayer portion in this game, apparently, that they're working on. They got a lot going on still with this game. Yeah, I, I think... Uh, yeah, I... I've been pl- replaying a little bit of The Witcher recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, just looking at some of the video from... From, like, the launch announcement... Uh, the uh, The announcement trailer and... Everything since for Cyberpunk, I'm like, man, I kind of do like Cyberpunk settings. Yeah. I, I kind of do. Mm-hmm. And uh, if if they can create something on par with the quality of Witcher 3 in that kind of setting, I think I'm going to be happy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I like you, I'm excited to see what gameplay gets uh, shown later this week. Yeah, me too. I remember, you know, the Witcher 3 got multiple delays. And then, even still, when that game came out, it was great. But it definitely came in hot. And, you know, was kind of buggy. And I still remember... Because I, I think I was still, like, pretty deep into my playthrough of that game. They put that patch out. They, like, totally changed the game. It made combat so much better. It made everything so much better. So they were, like, still really working on it. And, uh... I don't know. I mean, I'm... I, I guess what I'm saying is hopefully when this game launches after all this hard work that everybody's putting in, like it launches in like a really good state right off the bat to where there's there's no more like let's just rush through and, and we need to work even harder because our combat doesn't feel very good or our inventory sucks balls now or, you know, hopefully they got all this really locked down by the time they launch. I mean, yeah, we're, we've, I think we've got plenty of stuff to play between now and then, though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what comes out before that, though? What comes out before Cyberpunk now? What? At least in early access, Baldur's Gate three. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. So watch. I actually, I just, oh, I just good. linked uh, a a good summary article from over on IGN. Um, okay. It goes over some of the uh, some of the things that they showed off. I 
And most, well, at least just looking from this and having played Larian games, the thing that jumps out to me most is uh, some of the uh, initiative changes. So, right now, we're, we're playing um, Divinity Original Sin 2. Yeah. And you have your initiative, and you go in order. Uh, so, in Baldur's Gate 3, if, like, you have uh, characters who are going to, like, say their turns are going to be, like, right next to each other anyway, you can actually, like, switch in between them and have them combine abilities back and forth using their action points. And, uh, yeah, you can... It, it, it allows you wow. to be a little bit more fluid that way. Yeah. Huh. That's an interesting change, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... Yeah, I... I watched a little bit of it. I still need to watch watch the entire thing, but... The more I see a Baldur's Gate 3, the more I'm just sold. Absolutely. I, I need to read a lot more of this in detail. I, I watched a portion of um, their gameplay premiere, and it looked really good, what I saw. And I saw a portion of... Uh, I guess there was like some dialogue going on, and what they did with the camera work in that game, I'm like, holy balls. Um, that's got to be a lot of work, especially with how big this game probably is. And so that looked really good, and then the combat looked really good too. Looked like it would be a lot of fun. So I got I to gotta watch more of that and dive into this, but I'm very excited for this game too. Yeah, that's yeah. Hopefully, it comes out in early access in August. I I will jump right the fuck on it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, Tyler. I guess it's time to get into some of our predictions, a little bit. Uh, EA Play Live happened. It did. Yeah. Uh, and I and uh, <laughs> some things happened that you know maybe weren't we weren't expecting to actually happen. <laughs> Yeah. Uh let me uh let me pull up our predictions here real quick before I jump in here. Uh because I, I threw you something are the out there. Only, you were the only one that scored a point looking at our thing. Yeah. I might have scored like a quarter of a point based off of one of mine. But that's mm. it. Well no, I scored one more, actually. Never mind. Okay. But but still, the one thing you threw out that was like, ah, this won't happen. Skate 4! Skate 4! <laughs> well, they didn't call it Skate 4, but they have a new yeah. skate game coming. They have a new skate game. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, did you watch this whole thing? No, I ha- no, I haven't. Okay. Like, I, I've been, like, my schedule is such that all these streams happen while I'm at work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was... I'll say this. I, overall, to me, I felt like I walked through, and we'll get more into to what's the, speci- the specifics and why. I felt like I walked away with like nothing I'm excited about from EA. So mm-hmm. I was like, eh, it's a little bit of a, a waste of time. And then there was something else that was totally missing. But I'll say this. The presentation of this being an edited together video was by far the best one of these EA plays that EA has done in years to me. And it just, 
it took out a lot of just the stupid bullshit that EA usually has, and I felt like it was edited together really well. It looked really, really good, and I'm, I'm, it's to the point where even with Sony's thing, I'm like, yeah, maybe as much I love it, maybe we don't need E3 because this was so much more entertaining to watch than EA's, you know, snooze fest of EA conferences or E3 conferences sometimes. Um, so I felt like it was really well done and really well put together. Um, Greg Miller hosted it, and that was pretty entertaining to watch. But they ended on Skate 4, and they, it was just, I guess, the two developers that have developed in the past. I, I don't know anything about Skate, but it was them saying, like, yeah, we're in really early development, and that's what they ended on. They didn't end on, like, an actual game with a trailer or... Uh, gameplay or anything, so I thought that was a little weird. I know Skate people four. are, I know people are super excited about Skate. Don't get me wrong; I just thought it was weird to end your whole thing on that exact thing. But uh, did you play the Skate games in the past? I never played them, so I. Played, are you excited for this? Well, I didn't ever own it, but I had a friend who had Skate, uh, and mm-hmm. I played the mini game. Where you try to break as many bones as possible. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Okay. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, they they literally said the developers said that you guys commented this into existence, mm-hmm. which is so funny because I then went and watched someone put together a really great animated bit. I, I don't know if you saw this uh, video before. From the giant bomb cast from February of 2016, where uh, someone wrote in was like, "Hey guys, have you noticed how everybody just keeps commenting Skate Four on every post that EA made?" And then Jeff went through all these comments, and it was nothing but Skate Four. It was uh, look it up. It was it's a really funny video. So it's so funny that for years people have been saying just Skate Four on everything EA post, and now it's finally here so now i'm like let's just comment about mass effect remastered because okay where the where the fuck was it and i want it man i cannot i i i I can't believe they didn't announce it being as heavily rumored as it has been i I was just stunned And, and the people that have said that yeah this thing's happening with mass effect remastered have then said it's still happening so mm. what what the fuck? Either you are full of shit and it's not happening or EA is really scared to put BioWare on a stage right now. Yeah. I don't know. We'll we'll see on that. I was just stunned that they did not announce that. So, I'm going to I'm just going to start commenting ME remastered on everything. Okay. All right. Uh, I guess we'll just run down some of the announcements that happened at EA Play here. Apex Legends is going to Switch and Steam. Whatever about that. But uh, full crossplay is coming to Apex yeah. Legends. Uh, that's that's going to be fun. Uh, they also announced some of the, the an event that's coming up, the ar- return of the Armed and Dangerous, uh, which is a shotgun and sniper uh, mode in... Apex Legends, so uh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, introducing a Cro- cool new good. mechanic where uh, you're going to have a mobile. Every player will have a mobile respawn beacon, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Seem, seems like a cool idea and a cool event. Uh, Crossplay, though, I mean, that's huge for this yeah. game. Um, they should do it like Call of Duty does it, just separate it by a control method. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a smart way to do it. So, just, yeah. The game's also coming to Switch, though. I just gotta throw that out. That's funny as hell to mm-hmm. me. They're gonna get fucking smacked playing with anyone else on a different system. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a, a, an option to not have cross-play enabled. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's that's the case for most games that have cross-play. You can disable it. Yeah. Uh, but there's gonna be a new area of the map as well. Crypto's map room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Alright. Uh, Sims 4 on Steam. Who cares? Dude. Uh, Joseph Ferris has a new game, though. Really quick for that. So many games are coming to Steam for EA, and it felt like, like, this was, that was, like, their whole show. Was, hey, this is coming to Steam, that's coming to Steam, that's coming to Steam. Hey, look, like, we've okay. abandoned Origin. Yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. But yeah, Joseph Ferris announced his new game, It Takes Two, it's a co-op action-adventure platformer, and he literally said in his interview, of course they bleeped it out, he said, that will blow your fucking mind away. I love he probably this guy. Didn't, yeah, they, he probably <laughs> didn't, like, clear that with them or anything, he just fucking said no. it. <laughs> I just, this dude is so fascinating to listen to, and he's just, he's funny, and yeah, that, that whole thing was well done. They didn't really show any gameplay of it, so curious what it's going to be but i'll check it out probably i mean a way out was pretty cool um it's corny as hell but it was fun to play um mm-hmm. and to go through so i'll check it out that dude's he's goofy all right uh there's another game called lost in random from the creators of fee yep um uh, d- yeah. did you watch the trailer for this game at all no i am uh i'm bringing it up right now it looks like it could honestly be neat, um, and the art style is very like Tim Burton, A Nightmare Before Christmas vibes. Um, it could be cool. We'll see. Okay. All right. I'm seeing it right now. Oh yeah. Oh god. Okay. Yeah. Yep. It is that very uh, a little bit of like kind of a clay aesthetic. Yeah. All right. Then uh, we got Rocket Arena, which is a 3v3 rocket game. Did you watch this at all? Yes. I think what? this is cool. It will not do well. <laughs> yes. That is basically my exact thoughts. Be- I'm like, I'm sure if I'm playing this game, I would probably have a good time. The abilities seem cool. You're just using rockets. Why not? But... Dude, fuck this art style anymore. And straight up, some of the locations, I'm like, this looks like it's Overwatch. What is going on? And so I feel like this art style combined with this name will not do well for this. And Mm -hmm. I wish them the best. I'm not trying to shit all over them, but I'm like, wow. I don't know, man. I just thought that uh, that was a strange choice. Like, it, it literally looks like Overwatch 
it with also like the character models look straight out of Fortnite. Mm. To me. And okay. I, like I said, it looks like it could be fun, and I hope it does well, but I don't know. Yeah. All right. We'll see. First Strike uh, Games, this is their first game, I think, and so this is another EA original title. So. All right. Uh, we got some gameplay for Star Wars Squadrons. Uh, I'm just going to do some space dogfight. I don't give a damn. <laughs> Hell yeah. Dude, I don't know. I feel like I'm the only one in the world that that is going like, I'm like not excited for this, and I don't think it looks very good. And I hope I'm totally wrong on that. I really do. And I, I still might even play it myself, but I don't know. This game looks really corny, but visually it looked beautiful and i hope the uh dog fighting and all that turns out to be fun because it, it could be for sure i just felt like i was going in kind of excited and interested with this and then to me i came out of it not as excited as i was going in i feel like just listening to other people talk about this game i am the only one with that opinion but that's just me okay uh of course, the EA sports games are happening. They showed off Madden and FIFA 21. Yeah. The, you can see this pores, didn't... you can see sweat, you can see hair. Yeah. It's... Yeah. yeah. It, it doesn't do too much for really anybody. And I'm just so curious, if we're at 2035 and the PlayStation 7's coming out, like how sweaty are the men going to get in these trailers? Because it's just like every generation is just sweaty men in a trailer with some balls, playing with some balls. Sounds weird. Mm, but Okay. <laughs> the, the only thing I'll throw out, and it wasn't confirmed here, is that both Madden and FIFA have, you can upgrade to the next gen version for free. They've Within announced. a certain time frame. Yes. Correct. But you can do it now. And that was previously only announced for the Xbox, but PlayStation versions as well. If you buy Madden 21 on PS4, you will have it on PS5 when you uh, upgrade. If you upgrade before the time period. But yeah. And then we got some tech teasers from uh, from a few... Uh, from Bioware, from DICE, from... I guess Criterion is making Need for Speed now. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, we're just a lot of tech demos. They decided to flash across our faces. Yeah. Um, is this where you're saying you got the Dragon Age teaser? Yeah, but okay. that's what I'm saying. Like a quarter of a point because they did very mu- They did say the next Dragon Age, and they showed off some environments. Okay. Um, so yeah. It looked very cool what they showed, but uh, I hate how EA does this shit. It's just I don't know. It's annoying as hell to me, personally. But cool, like cool. Y- your video games are going to look good in a few years. See ya. All right. Yeah. So I mean... when when it comes to predictions, Burnout Remastered trilogy. You didn't get that. No. Anthem 2.0 launches in 2021. They didn't even talk about it. 
and then you got Skate 4. I said there would be no Anthem 2.0, and there wasn't. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, they... Wait, did you say they're... Okay. I forget the nature of this prediction. Did you say they wouldn't mention it, or did you say it wasn't happening? They wouldn't even mention or show it at all. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, because... And that didn't happen. I mean, they they hardly even mentioned Bioware. Um, and then Apex Legends at launch. Dude, but Nate announced a Switch version. I'm like, okay. And then they announced crossplay. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. And I felt like they were, like, getting me hard to say that these things are going to... This game's going to be on PS5 fucking day and date at launch or something. And they didn't. It's going to happen for sure, but they didn't officially announce it. So I don't get a point for that. Okay. All right. Well, uh... I need Ubisoft to pull through for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because currently you are leading. Uh, yeah. Rabbit's Royale, man. I keep saying it. <laughs> Maybe I just need to go to every Ubisoft uh, video and just comment Rabbit's Royale. Do it. Maybe they'll make uh, it. God. But only for mobile will it be made. Well, you know... Some sometimes things need decisions need to be made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, uh, that's EA Play. Uh, Ubisoft Forward's not for almost like a few weeks. July twelfth, yeah. I believe that's happening. Yep. Um. Next week. Next week we do get a number of things though. I think the twenty second is a Jeff Keighley summer game fest dev showcase. Whatever that's going to be. Oh, great. The 23rd is that New Game Plus Expo with a bunch of uh, Japanese developers. Okay. The 24th is the Avengers stream for Marvel's Avengers. See how that looks. Mm -hmm. And then the 25th is the Night City Wire. So there's a number of things happening next week. Yeah. There are are videos that you should watch coming this week. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that's... That's EA Play. Uh, Tyler, I think something happened that's even more exciting than anything that happened at EA Play. Crash is Which back, one? baby. Yeah. Crash Bandicoot I... 4. It's about time. It looks so legit. Yeah. I think it's legit. I think it's legit. I think it's legit. I, I think it's 100% legit. Oh, I'm baby. so excited for this. Yeah, apparently this is the new Crash game for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, also these puzzles have been sent out to various like games media to put together. Um, so this is absolutely happening and mm-hmm. it would not surprise me if we get the official announcement by the next time we do this show at this point. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we heard some, uh, some, some other news about games that were announced at, uh, the PlayStation event. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is aiming for 2021 release. No loading yep. screens. Yes. I mean, God of War didn't have loading. Well, God of War didn't cut. Those, some of those uh, shots were definitely loading screens, but oh, there yeah. weren't cu- there weren't uh, cuts in that. But uh, no loading screens <clears throat> at all in Horizon Forbidden West. Yeah, it's exciting. I guess this also puts, you know, 2021, that's awesome. 
so I guess maybe just about everything that was shown then, that even though they didn't give a lot of dates at the PlayStation event, will maybe be out next year. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. But yeah, it's really exciting that this is apparently 2021. You know, all this no loading screen stuff is great, but neither Sony nor Microsoft has truly shown it yet. I want to see it in action very much. Mm. All right. Uh, I mean, you put in this, which I think is uh, no shit. Uh, Ratchet and Clank or Rift Apart's mysterious female Lombax is a playable character. Yeah. If she wasn't, that would be some bullshit. Yes, probably. I, I thought she might have been like um like a companion maybe that's along with you in your adventure. You, was the wait, only, you, only you, that's the only other thing I could have okay. thought. So so do you think in that section of the game you play as Clank, you get to be a backpack for, yeah. for a level? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be fucking awesome. That'd be really awesome. Um but she she looks very fucking cool to me, and I want to learn a lot more about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like learning about more other Lombaxes in the Ratchet universe. Like, yeah, considering crack... that there are very few of them in those games. Exactly, it's exciting. That's one thing that was super exciting about um, a Crack in Time. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this is fucking cool, dude. But Let's it turns go. out that dude ain't all that good. No, definitely not. <laughs> Uh, it's exciting. Yeah. All right. Um, shit. What do we What do we want to do first? <laughs> I'll let you pick. Uh, all right. Let's just get this out of the way. Kingdom Hearts. There's a new Kingdom Hearts game. Oh, so kind of make... sneaking under the radar mm-hmm. a little bit, but yeah, they're making a new one. It's called Melody of Memory, coming to PS4 later this year. All right. Um. Basically, it's like a music rhythm game, almost, but Kingdom Hearts. Okay, so they're going to stuff a shit ton of plot in this. Absolutely. While you're trying to play a music rhythm game where you can't really pay attention to anything else except playing the game, they're going to try to stuff some lore in there. Yes. Yeah, oh, kind of, kind of gross. I think this game, but whatever. Is this how you get a Disney music rhythm game? Maybe, maybe. I mean, it depends. What I'm curious about is, I guess, how much licensed Disney content's going to be in this game. There was a music section to Kingdom Hearts Two. Atlantica is all music. Uh, mini games basically okay. so they've kind of done this before but i guess this is going to take it to a, a whole nother level so i'm really curious how much disney stuff is in this game um i mean the trailer has donald and goofy so i would imagine there's mm. there's some but yeah there's probably there's no doubt there's a shitload of plot in this game and it's going to be fucking stupid i'm not playing this game I'm just starting out. What? I'm, I'm done with Kingdom Hearts. I thought you liked music rhythm games, though. I do, but I don't want anything to do with Kingdom Hearts anymore. <laughs> I'm I just I can't. I can't. Wow. Right after the third game, I can't. Wow. Can't, can't do it. They're actually making two Kingdom Hearts Kingdom Hearts games this year. Yeah, there's a fucking mobile game. <laughs> Fuck that shit. <laughs> oh man. 
what would Keith think hearing you say this? I don't know. I'm 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 curious his thoughts on it, being such a huge Kingdom Hearts fan. All right, well, the inevitable happened, finally. I mean, one would say this is a little bit late, but uh, PAX West is not happening. And neither is PAX Australia. Um, both of those events are being replaced by PAX Online. Now, Tyler, PAX Online seems excessive to me with its length yes or, i mean yes. normally normally you'd see okay september 12th to the 20th i guess that's kind of long but they're replacing both pax west and pax australia so okay but they're 24 hours a day yeah <laughs> from september 12th to the 20th 24 hours of streams every day Yes. Why not? That's way too much packs. Oh, I, I would say that's not enough packs. The thing is, <laughs> this is all going to be fucking videos and panels, I guess. I guess that's all this is going to be, because you can't fucking have people demo your game unless they're going to do some some way to figure that out. I don't know. But, yeah, this is... That's a lot... That's, how are they going to fill all that? Should yeah. we apply for a panel? I know, I know. <laughs> I feel like we might be given one just by the fact that they need to fill <laughs> 192 hours of content. God. It is an that's... eight-day event. Jiminy Christmas. Wow. Wow. I mean, <laughs> PAX West had to be canceled. Oh, absolutely. It took way too long to get here. But, yeah. I mean, the only thing I can think of of why they waited so long is that, you know, I read some things with some of these conventions of, like, the city basically has to cancel for them. Insurance I, money! Right. <laughs> so they can get that. So that would be the only logical thing I can think of. But even then, I still think that's probably, there's no fucking way that that has taken this long. Yeah. Oh. I mean, well, you look at the way that the city of Seattle is handling things right now. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. maybe maybe you can make a case that maybe they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, True. <laughs> True. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. All right. Well, I I will not watch 24 hours a day. You know, I'm I'm excited to see what the schedule looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, hopefully there's some pretty cool panels and games that are shown off. Yeah. Why not? All right. Uh, that's it for the news, really, unless I missed something. I don't think I missed anything. No, you, you, we didn't, but I just have to ask you. Yeah. About a non-PlayStation thing. What do you think of uh, the new Pokemon Snap? Dude. Did you ever play Pokemon Snap? I never played Pokemon Snap, but the idea of it mm -hmm. and what I saw of this new one, I'm in for it. Yeah, let's take some pictures of Pokemon doing some happy, being happy, doing some cool stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played the first one. I don't think I played the whole thing, but uh, it was cool, and I'm shocked that they have finally made. And they're finally making a new one. Why not? It seems like it could be chill and chill and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, man, I like I like some chill and fun games, man. Okay, Tyler, I'm sure you've heard of it. All the fucking podcasts are talking about it. There's a game out there on Steam right now. Can you guess the title? No, but I feel like you're going to tell me and I'm going to go, oh, yeah. Hard Space Shipbreaker. Uh, I've I've heard of this game. I honestly have not seen or anything about it. So That's, a, that's in my queue. It sounds <laughs> like a really fun, well, not... I'm not sure how fun it is. It seems like one of those games that'll that'll just help me turn my brain off sometimes. Gotcha. What uh, do you do in it? Do you know? The concept is you you are salvaging spaceships by cutting them apart, disassembling them, and sending them to uh, sending them to like uh, the proper facilities. Uh, all in zero g. You're just and you have to there's some puzzle solving as well like sometimes you you need to figure out a safe way to enter the ship or like create a hole somewhere and yeah it's it, it's like i don't know have you ever like just taken something apart and it's like it's it's satisfying to see something like just like have you ever mm-hmm. had like a block of cheese and just started eating it <laughs> and at the end you're like damn there's no cheese yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure. Are, can you eat cheese? Yeah, <laughs> are you, yeah, I can eat cheese. I know a lot of people are lactose intolerant. Uh, no, yeah. No, I, I eat plenty of cheese. Well, I, I fart a lot when I have cheese. Uh, that's, oh, that's what I'm nice. going to say. <laughs> there you go, there you go. Uh, but yeah, like it's <laughs> like you start with this spaceship and you fucking disassemble it. I've seen some video of this game and it looks some, like something that's super satisfying. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna that that's in my key. I just wanted to bring that up because I think I might be talking about that game sometime in the future. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, but there are new games on the PlayStation Store. I don't think Hard Space is coming to consoles anytime soon, if at all. Uh, but there are new games, and all we have here on the PlayStation blog is a, is a flat list, and hardly any of these games seem important. Yeah. Uh, a set of course competition I've talked about here. I've played it on PC. It's out on PlayStation 4 this week. It's a GT class car racing, the official GT racing game of the Blanc Pond GT Challenge. All right. I really wish PlayStation Blog would split these lists into two of what's coming to Europe and what's coming to the Americas. Because mm. it's a little fucking confusing. Um... Bounty Battle is out on PS4. That is uh, apparently Europe only. And then there's Coaster, which is America only. Ooh. So do you think this is about roller coasters or coasters you set your drinks on? You know, so there was this game called I Am Bread. I'm sure you've heard of it. Yes, yes. What if you're just a coaster? (laughs) Yeah, I am coaster. Why not? Uh, next up is Conan Chop Chop. 
Is this Con- <laughs> is this a game? No, is it Conan? Is it a game about Conan O'Brien trying to cook? I don't. Yeah, who knows? Uh, Europe only. Uh, there's Covert, which is on PlayStation Four. Europe only. Uh, firefighters, airport heroes. Uh, PS4 Americas only. Dang. How the hell are they going to put out Hunting Simulator for Europe only? Yeah, that seems weird. Uh, Unless it's already out in the United States. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, which maybe. is which might be the case for a lot of these games. They might already be out in the other region. Yeah, maybe. That's a good point. Uh, next up is Jump Step Step. <laughs> Europe only. Okay. There's Indiocalypse. Indiocalypse. Indie clips, mm. yeah. I don't know. Okay, bad sure. Uh, Little Town Hero. Hold on, I've heard of Little Town Hero. What is Little? Yeah, Town that, Hero? I, I was just gonna say that I've heard of that game. Um, America's only on PS4. Oh. oh, that's the Game Freak published game, Little Town Hero. Oh wow! They're okay. they're not they're not Pokemon game. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Huh. Okay. All right. Uh, there's Octonaut. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pancake House. Fuck yeah. Whatever that is. Europe yeah. only, though. Yeah. There's, uh, Power Roomy on uh, PlayStation 4 out in Europe only. Mm-hmm. Uh, this next game is also what I call my dick. The party oh my pumper. God, no, <laughs> no! I just had to make that joke. All right, you're a bully. All right. You shouldn't be traveling internationally right now. I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, pushy yeah. and pulley in Blockland, South, <laughs> both in America and the Europe and the Europe. Yeah. This week. Uh, Rugby Challenge Four is out. Europe only. PS4. Oh, fuck yeah. God damn, I actually think I played the original here. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. That's uh, Europe only. Is it already out in America? I don't know. I imagine it probably is. Um, I definitely played this game back in the day. Will I play it now? Probably not. I remember this and the Rugrats game. You remember the Rugrats game? Yep. Yep. I very much do. Uh, I do remember playing this next game, too. I didn't have it, but I played it at a friend's house. Star Wars Racer, or Star Wars Episode One Racer. It's a, uh, a pod racing game. Hmm. It was it, neat. Hmm. But we have Wipeout. Wipeout is better than any pod racer game out there. I would agree with that. Uh, there's Super Toy Cars 2. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, next up is a summer with the Shiba Inu. I guess are they talking about the dogs? I guess so. It's hard to oh tell when they don't actually do this 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 picture this weekly article properly. Yes. Uh, there's the Tower of Time on PlayStation Four. All right, and the last one is Ultra Core. Great. Uh, I yeah. I would love if this list could be split up into Americas and Europe, but then also if there's at least just an image 
Yeah, Give me just, an image. Le- just let us see what the what what these developers want to put out there to show off their game. Uh, Ultra Core looks like a Contra-like game. All right. Mm. All right. Uh. But yeah, that those are the new games this week. Uh, like I said, I might be going into that hard space. Uh, and then, of course, we're we're gonna continue to play The Last of Us Two. Man, that's a lot. That that yeah. I'm just thinking about The Last of Us, and I'm like, man, if it gets darker than that, man. Oh, dude, just man. There are some things that are not far off from happening with where you are. I'm like, oh, okay. God, I cannot wait because uh, my jaw dropped. Are they going to punch me in the dick like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, they yeah, gonna... they will. I'm not even going to ask that because that might be a spoiler. <laughs> but they better not fuck with my horse. Huh. No comment. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Man, alright. Well, we're gonna end this show so we can go play some video games because that's what's that that's what we wanna do. And uh if you have an issue with that and you wanna talk to us about that, um you can do that a couple of ways. One way is via email at Playstation Report Podcast at gmail dot com. Or tweet at us at PS Report Podcast. Give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Oh man, Tyler! Anything other than The Last of Us Two that you're, you're looking forward to right now, or is that just no. your sole focus? <laughs> that is my sole focus right now. I really want to see this thing through to the end. Mm, all right. Well. That's all. We're going to leave it with you until next week. Be good to each other. Play your video games. And come party with the party pump.